Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is February 8th. The time is about 11.30. I'm Reddy and PC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past 12 years. If you have any questions, please try to fill the Google sheet out. Those people who fill the Google sheet out will get the preference. Yeah, hi. Hi, Rahul. I posted my query on Google Forms. One second, Ram. Uh, can I transfer my H-1B without SSN and pay steps? Can we transfer to multiple employers, finally decide which one to join? Will my current employer know about the H-1B transfer? When did you landed in USA though? Or when did you got your H-1B approved? Uh, it's got approved in uh, September uh, 2023. I landed like uh, two weeks back. You can. You can apply for the transfer though. You can apply for the transfer. The company won't know. You can apply for multiple transfers and choose which one you you want to go. Uh, Will uh, steps are mandatory? uh, Not mandatory. If it's within 60 days, it's not mandatory. Next person, please. Jasmine. Yeah, hi, Rahul. I posted my query. What if the current employer revokes my H-1B, withdraws the H-1B? What will the possible options after that? Can I search for another employer? So if it's not about a withdrawal though, if you stop working for the company, you have up to 60 days to move to a different company. So what if they revoke or uh, withdraw? I mean, uh, in that case- Revoke and withdraw the same. The company can only withdraw it. It's the same word, revoke or withdraw is the same. So after that, can I search for another employer or is there any any grace period? Within 60 days, you have to join another company. Okay. I can transfer, right? I can still transfer after revoke or withdraw. Within 60 days. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Rahul. Okay. That's important. Within 60 days. Next person, please. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I posted my uh, question in the Google form. It's about uh, the concurrent H1B. Um, yeah. My concurrent H-1B application is pending. I have to travel to my state. Stamping is, do I have to mention about the concrete? Did you started working for the company? Yes, on receipt, yes. Yeah, you can you can mention about that. Even okay, if it's uh, just a receipt, you can mention it, not a problem. Oh, uh, no, it's still in pending, right? So will that uh, affect anything with the primary? Because no, the primary is- it doesn't, it doesn't affect. Okay, and what about the H-4 EAD? If it's a pending application, is it okay? Will I-94 change if we travel, if we come back with, within that period of Is time? it only H-4 EAD or H-4 plus EAD? Just H-4 EAD, yeah. Only EAD. So it H-4. will not have any problem. Even if the I-94 changes, it won't cause any problem. Okay. Next Thanks. person, please. Manish. 
Hey, hi. Uh, I posted my question there. Right. I lost my job with company A November 3rd. My new employer B filed H-1B on a regular process. Since I could not find a project under my employer B, do I need to have a pay stub running? How long can I stay without pay stub? A complete misconception that, that within 60 days you have to file the H-1B. No, you need to get onto the project within 60 days. Okay. So you are right now out of status. I don't know why people are moving into H-1B when there is no job. Why can't people go to B2 visa and no problem with it? So definitely you're in trouble. You need to consult a lawyer, okay? You may have to move outside the country. Sure. Next person, please. Shiva. Hi, Rahul. Uh, um, I'm a I cap exempt H-1B for three years, then move to cap subject visa lottery one year. How my total H-1B left only two years is left because even if cap subject or cap exempt though, the total period is only six years for you. My employer filed POM two months ago in December and it is pending. My H-1B is expiring into June 2000. Can I apply for H-1B extension until April? Uh, extension until April. So April is what? Until extension in April. I mean, they like to, I mean, I would like to file H-1 extension in the April. But let me ask you this question though. When is your six years ending? Six years is ending in September 2025. September 2020. Yeah, you can apply for extension in April. Absolutely. I don't see any problem in it. But form is not approved. It is not, it is pending. It is not it taking one year, right? But your H1B is expiring in June 2024, but your six years is expiring in somewhere in 2025. Is that right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. So you can extend. I don't see any problem. Form doesn't have to be approved. Okay. Once we file form, we can apply for the H1 extension. Right irrespective of, even if you have never filed a perm your six year is expiring in 2025 right yeah so you can still file the extension okay but since you file the form though what i would do is i would not only extend the h1b until six years i will request one more extra year because you filed the perm you okay. got it okay okay, okay then. thank you thank you thank you Next person, please. Rajesh. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. I've posted my question. Yeah. One second, Rajesh. I came and I, I have an I-140 approval from company B, which I didn't join and used I-140 to continue working on company A. Nice. Using I-140 of company B. Now my extension of, uh, uh, my extension at company A is being raised. Company. Company B withdrew the I-140 after 10 months of approval. Can I still use the same I-140 approval? Absolutely, you can. You can ignore what company B, company A is doing. You can still use company B's I-140 approval to get the H-1B extension. You can move to company C using company B's I-140 approval. You can move to company D. You can use this I-140 for getting your wife's H-4 EAD also. Yeah, I got that approval, Rahul, and the, the H four EAD, and um, I, uh, I was able to uh, after the withdrawal. Uh, uh, after three months, you're I got fine. The... But what is your question? You can you can use that for the next ninety years, sir. What is your question? Yeah, 
So, so the second question is, you know, last week I got my uh, perm approved from company A, that is my company which I'm working. So now I have to raise I-140. So there were two requests to raise in regular, which is around $2,000. And with the premium, it is $5,000. So I was- You thinking, don't need premium. You don't need premium. In all other cases, I requested premium. You don't need premium process. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Why? Because you already have an I-140 approval. You already crossed the six months. If this was your first I-140, I would tell you just do the premium. Right now, I don't. Correct. Next and, question, please. Yeah, so and you helped me in the last question. This The first one, the question which you answered, this was my question in the last year and you helped me and I forwarded that to my attorneys and they accepted to use the I-140. Thanks for your help. They didn't know that to use it? Okay. That's very strange. Next person, please. Sri Lanka. Yeah, hi Rahul. I posted the question. I filed H4 EAD's new standalone application in June, but I have not received any update yet. My husband is going to file H1B extension. Can I file H4 in the uh, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead, do it. So will you the should. existing application be uh, affected or will there be any timeline? It doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't matter. It won't be affected. It won't matter to you. File H1, H4 and EAD together. So how long will that take to get approved? I know H-1B premium takes 15 days, but will the if EAD... If you file it together, if you file it together, H-1, H-4 and EAD, they will be approved mm -hmm. together. Uh, within two weeks? Uh, how long would within that be? Within two to three weeks. Two to three weeks, ma'am. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks. Next person, please. Ankit? Uh, yep. Yeah, I posted this question. Uh... I'm an H1B with I-140 approved with company A. I applied for company B and they transferred my H1B, H1A with my spouse, which is valid till, but I never joined the company B. Okay. What's your question? So in this case, uh, uh, my spouse can work with that H4 EAD uh, because uh, yeah. we have the H4 and EAD both. But uh, uh, it also says like my I-94 is attached to the old uh, H4, uh, which is with my company A. And now it is expiring in June, 2024. So will that Second impact board. the ability? No, as long as you apply for the extension with company A, as long as you are working with company A, you company your wife can continue working on H4 EAD. Okay. And the next uh, H4 EAD extension, that would happen based on the new extension that I'm taking up. Which you're going to file with company A. Which I'm going to file, yes. Uh, Okay, clear with that. Next person, please. Omkar. Omkar. Hi, um, yeah, hi, STEM, Date of STEM I-20 by DSO is 1-16-2024. That means you have to file within 10 days, within 30 days. Date of 765 extension is 1-11. Wait a minute. So you filed STEM extension before they signed I-20? Um, basically, um, what I did is like I applied for my STEM extension. Um, USCIS, um, uh, my DS was signed um, my I-20 on um, Jan 20, uh, Jan 16th. Um, but you, you, but the USCIS received the application on January 22nd. Mm -hmm. Yes. What is my STEM application? You say STEM application is 111-2024. What is that? Um, that's 765 uh, form. No, is that the day you signed it? Is that the day USCIS received yeah. it? Yes. 
I signed it. Okay. Date of rejection. Day, date of 12 months of date expiration is 1220. Mail unto me. If you have one visa, I was recently applied for Why did they reject it though? Yeah, they rejected it. Yeah. Outlook. So why are you telling all this story though? So the simple story is they rejected because of the outdated form though. Where did you find the form? So basically I used the form what I applied for my initial OPT. And oh, come on. You didn't went to Google and find it out. You have to consult yeah. a lawyer, okay? So I still have like, um, since DS was signed on 26, uh, 16th, right? I still have one month um, for February. Now, when, is your, when is your STEM OPT expiring though? I didn't get STEM OPT uh, approved yet. No, right? when is your OPT expiring? It, the initial one is expired on 26th. The problem is you have to file the extension before expiration. Okay. So what are my options currently? You have to, you have to consult a lawyer for private and privately. Next person, please. Okay. Yeah, this is okay. I'm an F1 visa and recently applied for some extension. However, I got rejected as the application was filed. Oh, the same guy. Yeah. Saket and Omkar, you guys are brothers or what? Uh, yeah, wow. he's my cousin. So. Okay, next person, please. I think so. I already answered. Next person, please. Okay. Yeah, Jawaji, go ahead. Yeah. I yeah, got my you. I got green card in 2022, but my kid and wife did not get it. They're still in pending adjustment. So the question is, if I change my job, will my wife or kid application get affected? By chance, should I do something? No, it won't get affected. Why don't you file I-130 and I-130 is for them though? Uh, what is your have, priority date? Uh, no, 2012, November. Yeah, I would still file an I-130 to see which one goes faster though. When did you get the green card? 2022, uh, July. Uh, they would have got the green card had you filed an I-130 and 485 for them. There yeah, is, it won't affect. There is four it won't affect. Have filed, filed 485 along with my green card. So what that I-130? I am aware of that. I am aware of that. But file one more I-130 and 485 for her. For them. Oh. In a different category? Based, yeah, in a family-based category. Even it now? Was current into, now you can't file the 485 for them, but you can at least file the I-130 for them. Okay. But your changing of the job won't affect anything. They should still get the green card, okay? Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Kathy. Um, hi, um, my wife, I, I posted the question. Yes, Patek. My wife on H4 EAD expiring on June 30th, 2024. My company will file H1, H1, H4 EAD. Sounds good. Together on April 2024 in premium processing. Okay. Sounds good. Um, I'm seeing cases so where H4 and EAD is not adjudicated along with the premium. It will be adjudicated. If not, you come to us, we'll charge you $1,000 and you'll get approved in 10 days. If not, we'll give uh, you, I'll give you $1,000 back. Okay. Okay. So it will be educated. If not, we can always come to you guys. Okay. Yeah. You come to me, I'll charge you $1,000. Okay. If we don't, okay. then we'll give you $1,000 back. Okay. Awesome. Thank you okay. so much. Thank you. Next person, please. 99% you won't come to me. You'll get the approval. You don't need me. Next person, please. But if need, come to me. Next person. Uh, hi, Rahul. I have posted my question. I'm an H1B. Got laid off on January 31st. I worked in biotech industry. I was thinking of moving to academia. 
If I do so, how much time will it take for me to transfer done and come back to industry on the same H1P? When, when you say academia, what do you mean by that? Going to so, studies? Uh, no, it's not with studies. So uh, with my microscopy experiment, uh, experience, I'm getting a job, which is kind of a scientist one position, scientist one or senior scientist. So I'll be handling projects most, like I have already have a PhD. So it'll be most of like a postdoctoral or senior scientist position that I'm getting. And what visa? Uh, this will be on H1B. So uh, the academia where I... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You can, you, can, you, can, you, can, you can go to the other field and come back to this field whenever you want to. But your total limit is six. Your total limit is six years. Did you file your I-140 approval? No, no, no. I haven't filed that. So that is this. Uh, so this was supposed to be done by my previous company, and they just. Well, anyway, me. it's not done. So let's get to the point. Yeah. yeah so your your total period is six years. Whether uh -huh. you work in biotech industry, you work in academia, you work as a lawyer, you work as a computer professional, it doesn't matter. If a person has a computer degree and biotech degree, can they move to computer to biotech, biotech to, yes, they can. Can they become a lawyer if they're eligible? Yes, they can. Okay. And uh, I'll not have to go through the lottery process again, right? If I move from- As long area. as you get, until you complete your six years, you don't have to go through the lottery system. If you get your I-140, there is no six years for you. Okay. And just one last question on that. Uh, with the academia, they say that every filing is like a new filing. So if I'm, I have an industrial cap, uh, subject H1B and want to move it to cap exempt, uh, mm. do they have to like file it from fresh? No, no, sir. Once you've been counted towards a lottery though, it, it, you're no longer the exempt word. It doesn't come for you. If the company is exempt also, it doesn't matter for you. Since you are with a for-profit organization right now, the only thing you have to keep in mind is the six years limit. Okay. Okay. Perfect. That's Thank it. you. You have to keep that in the mind. Thank Don't you. Don't cross that. Otherwise, you'll be in trouble. Okay. Next person, Maggie. please. Maggie. Hello, Raul. I posted my question. You in entered the United States in August, short vacation trip under TN uh, visa, Mexico. My priority date was not current at the time I traveled and became current in the filing chart in October 2023. I filed AOS I-140 55 days after last entry. You may as risk or denial because I didn't wait it for 90 days to do it due to three non-immigrant intent. Maji, that by itself is not going to be a cause for denial. But if there is an RFE though, if there is an interview though, I want mm -hmm. you to hire an immigration lawyer to represent you to go to the interview. Yes, okay. I was very concerned, particularly because I included my medical examination. And I remember they made me sign the first time that I went for the consultation, which is it was even before the travel. It was May 2023. So I'm just very concerned now because I've heard about this 90 day rule um, of not. No, it's it. not it's an automa automatic denial, though. Mm -hmm. but right now, there is nothing you can do. Wait to see if you get an RFE or if there is a 485 interview. I want you to speak with a lawyer and take it. Now, there is 50 to 70% chance nothing will happen. You'll just get the green card. If that happens, you don't do anything. You're good. If not, consult a lawyer, okay? That sounds good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Next person, please. Mm -hmm. What is ROP trading? Um, while my H1B transfer is in progress, I started working for a new employer who initiated my H1B transfer on receipt notice. I received H1B transfer denial after my I-94 expired. Ooh. 
case was denied in August. I discontinued working immediately, made travel plans to go to home country, nice, and left within eight days. And currently, I'm on H4 status in US planning to reinstate my H1B. Is it considered unlawful presence? For example, the I-94 expired. That's okay. You, That's unlawful presence of less than 180 days is not going to cause any, 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 any problem for you. You okay, can be reinstated to H1B, no problem, none whatsoever. No, but when I'm trying to fill out the questionnaires and all, I've been asked if I had an unlawful presence. And I, I'm mentioning no, but I don't know what to mention, to be honest. Like, you know. You're fine. You're fine, ma'am. You're fine. Just mention no. You're good. Okay. That's, Thank you. So much. You're good. Thank Next you, person, please. Junakar? Yes. Hey, hi, Rahul. I've posted my question. I'm an active H1B till May 2025 to layoff. I moved to B2 now. now. That's nice. Now I got an employer who's willing to transfer H1B. Sounds good. What is the procedure from B2 to H1B? Hmm. Simple. They just need to file a change of status from B2 to H1. They will file the same form called I-129. Instead of picking a box called calling change of employer, they pick change of status. That's it. Okay, that's it. Yeah, that was my question. Okay, yeah, that's Easy clear. Easy process, nothing. The only rule is that you cannot work on the receipt notice. You have to wait until the approval comes in. Got it. So I'll go with the premium processing. Thank that you. That is smart. That is smart. Next yeah. person, please. Manu. Manu. Hello, Rao. My six years H1B is expiring in April 2000. I don't have an I-140 approval yet. I'm switching to an F1 to continue working. Can I go to Mexico for visa stamping? Absolutely not. Uh, I would recommend to apply for change of status, though. If you go to F1, since you were here in this country for six years, uh, F1 requires that your intention must be only to stay temporarily in the United States. Since uh, and there's a very high chance of rejection, why don't you apply here in the United States? You can apply in premium processing for for F one. Yeah, the change you of can status. Say, no change of status F one premium processing. I never heard of it. Well, you just did from me. Oh, okay, so I can. I still have to go now, out for stamping, right? No, you don't have to. You do the change of status from H1 to F1 in United States. Okay. Okay. But one thing, I am not endorsing the day one CPT. That's up to you though. Okay. I'm not endorsing the day one CPT. Next person, please. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I have, sorry, Rao. I have another thing there. If I go out of the country and can I come back to Why? the US with expired H1? Why? Explain it to how you're going to come back. You have to get the stamping for H1F1 to come back. I heard I said valid I-797 would allow from Mexico is what I heard. You said 797 expired. H1B expired. You're no, no longer Stamping expired. Them. Stamping is expired on the passport. But I have valid I-797 approval until But you, you, when you come back, will you be working for the company? Uh, yes. Yeah. Why would you go outside though? What, what do you do by going I mean, outside? Yeah, I was thinking of F1, right? If I go to Mexico. No, once you case. apply the F1, if the F1 gets rejected, you can't come back. Oh, I see. If I thought you I just have go, have a margarita. No, this is Pepsi, guys. Uh, and you come back, you can come back. 
But if you go get the F1 stamping and they get rejected, you can't come back. Next person, please. Okay. Thank Thanks. you. Yep. Hi. So I posted my question. I wanted an understanding. Once I have an I-140 pending for more, I-485 pending for more than 180 days. Am I golden? What is this golden word? <laughs> I'm golden to like the GCF. Short, like a short shot, like uh, okay. if the priority okay. date becomes current. Okay. To get to priority to become what happens if I lose the job between? Well, there is no short shot for it. If you lose the job, I definitely request at that point of time to consult a lawyer because if you don't have another job, they may deny your 485 until you have a job offer from some company or self-employed. Otherwise, you may get your 485 denied. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay. And um, you mean job offer, like there should be a, like when you say it's, only it's, job it's, offer? It's, 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 there are a lot of gray areas in there, Raj. Okay. A lot of gray areas. Um, if you don't have a job, the gray areas, I don't want to discuss that in the Zoom meetings. Okay? okay. Next person, please. And don't use the word golden. I got confused with that uh, when you put that in the in the YouTube chat. Repeatedly the same thing. Next person, please. Uh, hi, Rahul. I'm an L1B and fired day before yesterday. Can I move to L1B to F1? Absolutely. Um, why for, to F2? Yes. I, we don't endorse Devon CPT universities, but technically, can you move to F1 and F2? Absolutely. What is my, when does a grace period start? Your grace period starts, has already started, but when does it end? 60 days. Unlike H1B company does not require to update US. That's right. The termination, they don't have to, they don't have to request it, but it's when your pay stub yeah. stops. It's your pay stub stops. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay. Your wife is Qatar born. Ooh, that is so nice to hear. I'm going to be in Qatar actually two days. Now I'm going to India. Uh, for, um, what are the options I can take? Yeah, once your green card is easy, you know that you don't come under Indian quotas, right? Yeah. If my wife has to go to emergency for F2 visa stamping, she most probably is not going to get back. Okay. Um, and change the status here. Remember, I was speaking with the other guy to change the status here in the United States in premium processing. Yes. I want you to do that. Okay. Uh, okay. In general, Rahul, how much time does it take to uh, change from L1 to F1 status? Three to four weeks. Remember premium processing? Okay. Uh, with three, premium processing, three to four weeks. That's right. Uh, okay. Thank you. And then um, one of my last questions were that, um, uh, like, my company started my NIW. It was almost done with Fragoman. Uh, I have, like... Uh, I was working for this company for 10 years. Um, I have like all the documentation and the letters and then recommendations. Can I apply NIW later on? Yes, you can. Okay, awesome. Thank you, Rahul. Next You've been person. very helpful. Thank you. Next person, please. Okay. Hello. Hey, Rahul. Give me one second. Give me one second, okay? Am I audible though? Yeah, you are. Just give me one minute. Four minutes, okay. Uh, uh, so your sister needs to be changed. Uh, yeah. What visa she wants to change to? Uh, F1 visa, but she has two kids and her husband, but they also want to so, make sure Abdul, they can. Abdul, yeah. Abdul, she cannot enter into USA with an intention to change to F1 on a B2 visa. She okay. can change her intention afterwards. If they know her intention is to change F1, 
they will detain mm -hmm. the entire family and then deport her okay and also question rahul uh, that uh, she is also like 5 months pregnant and she recently got her visa too so is it okay if i extend her stay till that she can have a delivery here in that they, way they make they may create a problem in her entry into United States if she is coming as a pregnant girl. Okay. okay. We had some issues where they turned them back though when they found they are pregnant. Okay. It is better okay, that she deliver the baby and come back here. Come but here. this was, uh, she got pregnant after her interview, after her visa got processed. It's not, the question is about whether she is coming here to deliver and go. If that's a purpose, they will deny her entry. Okay. And one Next last question. question. I have yeah. one. I have my mom also coming. My mom and brother, younger brother. But my mom, my father expired recently. So there is no one back in India. And she, my mom wants to say, stay here longer with me on a B2 visa. So what are the other ways that, like other options for me I apart know. from... I don't, I don't know any other ways, uh, Janaid. Because there are a lot of people who doesn't have anybody to stay. That doesn't mean mm -hmm. that you can... You are a US citizen by any chance? No. I'm a student. No, no. Next person, please. Raghu. Raghu Chaudhary. This will be the last uh, person. Hello. Yeah. Hi. One second. Yep. I post her my question. One second. Raghu, I applied for... Um, I applied for... Uh, 765 OPT on May 1st, I got RFP in August. I got denial letter uh, applied uh, in December. So I, reop I reopened I, uh, 290 in January. How many days will I take to respond? Uh, it will depend on the denial, what kind of denial. If the denial is, is easily overturnable, they may act within two to three months. If it looks very tough, it may take even one year for them to get any response. Because okay. I'm not submitting my RFE documents. That's why they denied my OPT. Yeah. I cannot tell, though, what the reason of the RFE and all those things. But it may take two months. It may take even 12 months, too. Thank you guys for coming in the next... Uh, uh, is there any the premium processing for I-290B application? No, there is there is none. Thank you, Suti. You can mute the people. Uh, the next Zoom call will be tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.